Disclaimer. The Flight Attendant Podcast does not condone the public exposure of one's genitalia. Listener discretion, while in public, is advised. You ready? I'm ready. Do you want to start? You want to start? No, you start. Okay. I already started. And I've been starting for 10 episodes. Sounds like a you problem. Welcome aboard the Flight Attendant Podcast. The seatbelt sign is on. It's going to be a rough ride. to the flight attendant podcast i'm b and i'm here with uncle josie and jim hi there hi jim so um we thought that this week we would get to know each uh each other a little more and for you guys to get to know us a little more we're gonna start with uncle jay and jim since i pretty much blab about my life all the time (laughs) <laughs> trust mm. me <laughs> i know <laughs> uh so we're gonna start with just some questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so jim are you ready for these questions they're very intrusive i am very ready for your questions and possibly ready to deflect with my answer <laughs> uncle jay i'm ready to be intruded Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to write that in my notes. <laughs> Uncle Jay, what is your favorite color? It's it's a difficult one because I like the spectrum of a pickup. Pick, <laughs> wow. <laughs> a pickup feather. So like those blue, greenish. Like azure? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the perfect color? Yeah. And kind of like metallic also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jim? As the audience can't see, but you currently can, my favorite color is purple. Oh. That's cool. That's cool. What's my favorite color? I don't know. You call yourself my best friend? Pink. Ew. (laughs) Jim, do you know my favorite color? It's blue, isn't it? Right. Yeah. No. Yes, it it is. Did you guys see my blue car? No, but just because the tar My blue car? And its name is the TARDIS? Her name is the TARDIS. I thought it was like purple or turquoise. That's what I was going to go for. Turquoise. No, it's not turquoise. It's more of like a royal You're blue. Weird. You're weird. Your fingers are weird. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Who? I don't, I'm asking a question. Either it depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> right-handed. But I am right-handed. Are you right-handed? Yeah. Okay. Is that why they put the vaccine on your left? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm vaccinated on my left side. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually had them put the vaccination in my right arm because when I fell during snowpocalypse, my left arm was a little sore. So I was like, well, I don't want to make it more sore. So just take me in the right arm and I won't even notice it because my left arm's already sore. Right. Plus, uh, I did what my roommate recommended, and I just rotated my arm a lot right after. It helps mitigate like that soreness that you get after a shot. All right. Um, how tall are you? So I don't know how tall I am right now, but I've been always told that I'm 5'11". However, my pants lately have been saying differently. I've been having to buy shorter and shorter <laughs> pants. Stand up. I am not going to do that. No. (laughs) Jim? I'm 5'10". I might be 5'10 now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 5'6". I thought you were shorter, actually. Really? Yeah. No. Maybe there is a wrong with my perception. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite show? I know what you two's favorite show is. Well, no, you don't know what our favorite show is. Go ahead. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. I have a complicated relationship with my favorite show. (laughs) Okay. As opposed to the current iteration of that show, 
if we go back in the past, yes, he knows what the answer is. What's your favorite? So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Doctor Who for you too, because uh-huh. I know that's a common ground right there. Uh-huh. Doctor Who is one of my favorites, but I don't have like a very favorite. I disagree. Favorite. If you, you if you're one of your favorite shows was Doctor Who, you would know some of the score for that show. Jurassic Park and Enya. No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Jim, do you agree with me? Oh, because he didn't recognize the the theme the theme the, song. Like, yes. yeah, I call them Jurassic Park and Enya songs. But this is the thing: I'm not like a TV freak. Like you guys are like very into like TV. I don't. Yes. So we're freaks now. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who keeps bringing up penises. <laughs> Don't get him into that again, please. Oh, I was so tempted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no favorite show for Uncle Jay. What What are your favorite shows uh, that you can That's a problem. Of? That's, That's a problem. probably an easier question to answer rather than just a number one. What is your, like list of stuff like i loved this i love this i love this so for me like any fantasy show kind of will do especially if there's like not cheesy but if there's like vampires and magic and witches and stuff like that yeah but not cheesy so that's why i was gonna say like well you introduced me to the magicians right and then i introduced jim to the magicians nice because i even read the books and before i even watched the 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 show. the show even before the show started i have read um the, all the all of the books and like sabrina sabrina for me was so great you don't like it not that i didn't it's not but for it's you not, it was very predictable yeah yeah for me like it, it wasn't here we're talking about the netflix sabrina right now. yes right yeah the teenage witch with melissa joan hart no right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's not that i didn't like it i just couldn't get into it and it wasn't because of the theme, because I actually like the theme of it. I just, I don't know. I just mm. could not. But I've never been, like, i never been, like, a, a TV kind of person anyways. Like, most of the TV shows that I got into was because of my boyfriend. And it all started with Game of Thrones. Before Game of Thrones, I did not watch anything TV-related. He was the one that introduced me to the TV. So... I don't know. I, it's just something that I've never been into. Not, but I do love Doctor Who. Don't get me wrong. But I don't follow to like the scores and the music scores and stuff like that. I don't. Okay, moving on. I can see the disappointment in your face. It's so big that you probably can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a pretty good record in terms of turning each other on to shows uh, we do um obviously bonded over our love of doctor who initially um, right turned me on to leverage one of my favorite shows i turned Mine you on to recreation which yep. i'm one of your favorite shows which i think led us both to the good place right my favorite shows you turned me on to 12 monkeys which i loved you turned me on to the magicians which i absolutely loved uh all of these shows are high on you right and then we're waiting for the leverage redemption Mm. release i can't wait can't wait to see them back on screen (laughs) anyway okay moving on next um how old were you when you got your first kiss Ugh. It doesn't uh, have to, like you know, like your first like, like romantic kiss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like each other, not like an awkward peck or whatever, but like full on. We are kissing because we're into each other. Is that what you're asking? No, no. Like it could be awkward. It could be romantic. But like, yeah. Not a truth of dare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a truth of dare kind of kiss. I think I remember mine would have to be like middle school, probably now back home. Middle school starts on seventh grade. It's a seventh grade, eight and nine. Here too. Or it's just it? one. Well, it's one. Well, no, here is six, 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 seven, eight. Yeah. 
So I think mine was early eighth grade or maybe seventh grade. And I kissed a girl and I didn't like it. <laughs> Jim? I want to say it was around 15. What age are you in middle school? <laughs> Me? No, everybody. I mean, I was young for middle school because I graduated uh, early. Mm-hmm. You're generally 14 years old when you go. Okay. I mean, I was, I don't know. Um, so I want to say, yeah, that around 14, 15. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first kiss was in elementary school. <laughs> we started early. <laughs> to us, yeah. I was in fifth grade. What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? <laughs> Jimmy's scratching his head. It's like, oh. <laughs> and so I was, uh, let's see. So I started school when I was five. That was in first grade, six, seven, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six, seven, eight, nine. I was 10. <laughs> I don't know why math was difficult for me at that moment. Um, yeah, I was in fifth grade and I had a boyfriend. And for Valentine's Day, he got me this heart-shaped container with chiclets. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then we had a school dance in the middle of the day. And then he kissed me. He was getting ready. He knew what he was doing. He put those chiclets on purpose. <laughs> yeah. What's that? He was warming you up. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. And then we broke up like a day later. <laughs> well, he gave what he wanted. <laughs> Maybe it's what I wanted. Oh. Yeah. All right. What was your first car? A lot of first here. That's a security question. <laughs> Is it? I'm sorry. I just said first car. Or okay, it was the color of your first car. That is not a security question. The color of my first car was TARDIS Blue. Hey, what about you? Well, so I grew up in a funeral home. So my first car was actually a hearse. <laughs> and um, learned to drive in an ambulance-looking kind of van. Buster's Mobile, essentially. <laughs> well, then um, my actual, my official car, like I drove the, the hearse, here and there but not it wasn't like my first first car it still belonged to the family but my very very first car was a station wagon and a el camino well the camino el camino was part of the hearse situation so but officially a station, station wagon. wagon i had a buick what i said el camino is a cool car yeah. oh yeah i love yeah. that one i went to college with that one um i had a buick park avenue that was my first car I can't even picture that car. It's so cute. Is it? It's big. It's like a boat. That's why he's <laughs> big as a boat. <laughs> okay. We already know you guys are old. <laughs> oh, how rude. <laughs> it was part of my questions, okay? We're not going to touch that subject. You got very touchy uh, when we were talking about it before. Damn it. <laughs> okay obviously you're going to return to stardust at some point in the near future hey i don't mind saying how old i am but it was a touchy subject for you jim we were talking about the context of my hip hurting for God. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay when i had when i just got my i don't th- i didn't tell you this jim but when i got my uh, sleep study done last week uh, i was sitting there and she, the the girl's like staring at me and like staring at me as she's hooking up all the wires, and then she goes like, "I'm so sorry, I'm staring, but you don't look your age." Now, normally, that's a compliment because a lot of people say that I don't look my age, right? So then I was like, "Oh, yeah," I'm like, "I get that all the time." And she was like, "I just can't believe you're older than my mom, mind you. This girl looks about maybe like 22, 23. I don't know." So I'm thinking, I'm like, well, her mom had her really, really young, right? I was We thought B started young. Good Lord. <laughs> so, then, so then I was like, well, how old is your mom? And she goes like, oh, my mom was born in 72. And I was just like, well, um, I'm 34. So I was born in 86. 
I don't think I'm older than your mom. And she goes like, you're not 60. <laughs> was she looking at your mom's records or something? Yes, she was. So somehow when they did, so when I went to go do my first, my first study, um, I mean, my mom and I, we share the same name and I put her info as my emergency contact. Somehow her info got mixed up with mine. So my, so her birth date and all that stuff was put into the system as me. So this girl goes like, Oh, she's like, I'm so sorry. I was just like, she looks really, really, really good for 60. <laughs> anyway. B and OGB. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> OGB. OGB. Um, okay. So what was your favorite toy as a child? Oh, glad you specify. <laughs> Legos, everything Legos, everything that can build or destroy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know, I want to say the obvious answer, which is my Star Wars toys. But I remember one year when I was very little. And at this point, I was I was absolutely fascinated with slot cars. I want to say we had just gone to those. I don't know if you guys remember, but I know they were still doing them when you were children. Uh, they used to do this <laughs> show called World of Wheels. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> to do this car show called World of Wheels that used to come around once a, once a year. And uh, they also, uh, like conventions do nowadays, they used to have celebrities show up for like autograph signings and pictures and whatnot at that point. And at this particular one, uh, they had this big, massive slot car set up and you'd have four people racing at the same time. And I just fell in love with the whole slot car thing. Also at this car show where they used to have cars that were famous because they were in movies or whatever, like you'd find the car that Sonny Corleone got shot up in, in the Godfather. And there's this old sedan with hundreds of bullet holes all over it or James Bond's Aston Martin DB5 and whatnot. At this particular one, they had the Batmobile from the 1966 Batman show. Oh, wow. And the guy that played Robin, and remember, this was when I was a child, so it was the 70s, he still looked like Robin, was dressed up in the Robin costume. So a couple of months later, or actually, it was probably a couple of weeks later, because it was still on my mind, my parents asked me what I wanted for Christmas that year, and I just shot for the moon and said, I want a Batman slot car set. And sure enough, on Christmas Day, I woke up and opened the box and my father had managed to track down a slot car set that had the Batmobile in it and a Joker mobile. Oh, and nice. That was probably the most excited I ever got for a president and a president, a president <laughs> in my entire life. Now, what are, what are sl slot cars? It's slot cars, like the the the... They're cars that have little tracks that you put them in and they have a little, at least back in the day, they had these little pins that would go into the track and you have a little uh, remote control. Oh, I, I, I see. Okay. So all you have was control of the gas and that was it. Uh, okay. They're a lot more modernized. They have, uh, they're controlled by magnets so you don't have a slot mm -hmm. to put them on. And they're all digital, and they, you can control the brakes and the gas. Very. Yeah, my brother had those. Anyway, so, yeah, that was my favorite when I was a kid. Mine, okay, in Mexico, we have this tradition where the godmother makes a doll along with the mom. Um, so they, like, sit down, and they make a doll about, I don't know, like a foot, like a foot long. Like, it's, it's pretty big. And so they sit around and they make it the stuff it to put the head and everything. So that was my favorite toy when I was, little, you know, because I had it since my godmother made it for me. Right. And so then one day my brother Eesh. decapitated it. Then I could not stand that doll. <laughs> but that was my favorite when I was growing up. So in retaliation. <laughs> Typical B. <laughs> <laughs> um one night we were fighting over who owned the blue plastic chair and who owned the green <laughs> or the, 
the red chair. He wanted the blue one and I wanted the blue one. No one wanted the red one. So because I didn't want him to have the blue one, I hit him with the chair. Mind you, we're like maybe six and 10 at this point and the chair broke in two. So then we just threw it out. No one got the chair. <laughs> yeah, typical me. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> yeah. I was six, Jim. I was six. You've gotten attacked. I was six years old, okay? Continuing on. Do either of you have a favorite quote? Spoilers. I, it, we're talking about anything in general? Anything. Ooh, um, I have two, and I, and I won't go into detail about the first one, but it's uh, the way Bill Hicks tended to end uh, his shows. Uh, Bill Hicks mm-hmm. from the late 80s, early 90s. 100% my favorite comedian ever. And that's over George Carlin. And that's saying something. The other one is the end of Tennyson, Tennyson's uh, Ulysses. Uh, you've probably heard it quoted and over and over and over again in like movies or TV shows. But it's the one that ends in uh, to strive, to seek, to find, and not to yield. Mm-hmm. Essentially talking about... Uh, the strength of human beings. Uh, the whole thing, that entire last verse is just amazingly uh, 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 inspiring to me in every way because it, it, it just spells out, look, we're more than just our problems. We're more than this hunk of flesh. We have a spirit to us that if we embrace it, keeps us going on, keeps us moving and keeps us uh, going in the face of insurmountable odds when we're the unstoppable force or the immovable object, there's something that keeps us going. And, and uh, yeah, I find that an incredibly inspirational quote, which is probably why they keep using it in movies and television shows. Uh, what about you, B? Um, well, after your... Yeah, I feel very inspired. Right? I feel like mine is like... What did he just say? Spoiler? I, I, I can look it up and read you the quote. No, no, it's okay. But like you, yours were so inspired that mine just, it's like. Like what? I feel like now I need to get a new quote. Right. Actually. I know. Um, you know mine. Which is? <laughs> if you I know which one is it. newlywed game, you would be losing. I know which one is it. That's what she said. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I mean, that's one of them. <laughs> Alonsi, Alonso. Alonsi. <laughs> Alonsi. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that's your favorite quote, actually. Oh my God, I've known you for how long? 10 years. And I just okay, can't. For the longest time, my favorite quote came from Doctor Who, although it was a much earlier Doctor Who. It was Tom Baker. And it was. Uh, What's the point in being grown up if you can't act chocolate? Yep, I love that one. True, true. Okay. And then? And then? You ready for more questions? And then, and then, and then, and then. Okay, so, Jim, you had a question for us. At the end of every episode of the podcast, since Uncle Josie has joined, you guys sign off with saying, look at you to each other. Uh, what is... <laughs> origin of that what is the meaning of that so uncle jay and i text all the time constantly and then constantly yes mostly me to him because i get bored (laughs) but we both have really bad autocorrect like really bad (laughs) that's how his his boyfriend's nickname came about turkey because of a misspell (laughs) And then the other one, we were saying goodnight to each other one day. And we always say, we always, we always said, love you at the, you know, at the end of the night, we're like, goodnight, love you. But this one time it autocorrected to loca you. So then from then, that's how we say goodbye. Loca you. Were we in, in France when that happened? Mm, I don't know. When think, we were back? We were here, I think. We here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember that I... I was typing love you and just continue to look at you. Because in France, we were together. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm confusing. You're ridiculous. Yeah. 
and it would just not for its life of it like it didn't want to like do love you it would just continue look and look and look at you. <laughs> yeah. and okay i'm gonna just like say single <laughs> single type each letter loca l o <laughs> and then so that's where loca you came about yeah so that's where it comes from um stupid autocorrect and stupid us for continuing <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like most of our texts are autocorrect. Yeah, and stupid. <laughs> like when I tried to to text you the other day, and I wrote something or other, and then I was like, "And by that, I mean." <laughs> so this is something that I don't think I've told Jim before, but Uncle Jay and I, um, we feel very strongly that our souls have met in a past life in several past lives actually um we were sitting we were the first time this happened so whenever we get together we kind of sync up in what we're going to say and what we're going to do without talking about it sometimes we're even like worlds apart and we're doing the same exact thing at the same time, uh -huh. and we just like told you, oh, by the way, I'm doing this. And she's, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Get Me out of too. my head. Me too. <laughs> so uh, we think that at some point we were twins, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my next question is from Uncle Jay solely. No pun intended. In a past life, who was born first? I was. Are you sure? Yeah. Why? That's why you got jealous and pushed me downstairs and killed me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the reason we say this is because we're three years apart, but we were born the same day, two months apart. Two months apart, yeah. Now, another, another part of our story is like we, when I moved from Puerto Rico to Florida, B was living in Florida at the same time. However, we were not on the same town. Then I moved to Texas and she happened to also be moving to Texas, right? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. And after that, I moved to Illinois. And although That's she doesn't, didn't live in Illinois as per se, but you were going to school in Illinois. Is that right? Yeah. And that's where we actually met. Mm -hmm. We met in school, in college. In science art, class. In science class, yeah. What's up? Hmm? I remember you going to art school when we first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where we met in art mm -hmm. school. But some for some reason we had to have. And so it happened class. that the only empty chair, on because it was a lab also, so there was only a table with two chairs each. The only chair available was with this one over here. We've been together since Salty Peanuts. <laughs> and five guys. <laughs> <laughs> we make puns out of everything, okay? I don't think I have any more questions. Jim, since you and I don't know each other much, um, do you have any questions? Why guys over girls? Oh, interesting. I was not ready for that. To be fair, I've been on both sides. Girls just don't do it. They don't. <laughs> um, I knew from very early age. Um, it's not something that I learned. But, you know, I was forced to go to the dark side. And by that, I mean with girls. <laughs> by social pressure and, you know, what they were saying. And not even my parents forced me, but because um, they didn't know. Um, eventually, they... They never forced me into going into uh, a between quote uh, normal relationship. Um, instead, they took different <laughs> a different approach. Um, but yeah, I I chose to try because mostly the social pressure. But little that I know is like me when I came out, I had probably like hundred and ten percent support from my friends. I I was probably one. The only one in high school that was brave enough to come out, and I say that because I know there were some other queens there, but I, yeah, I, I had like, I never experienced other rejection um, from my friends, actually. Um, not even at school, I didn't um, experience bullying, I because I own 
to what I, who I was. Right. So, I mean, I think, I, I think they tried to bully me, but I was a smart ass um, from very early age, I guess. And I actually have mellowed down a lot of the smart ass, mostly because of language barrier. <laughs> Not with <laughs> Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just always been always what been. I like, what I, you know? Yeah. Penis. <laughs> You can't get away from it. Nope. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, do you have any questions for Jim? Oh, um, and are you are you are you married? Have you been married before or living? I've been married. You've been married. Okay. I have never been married. Uh, kids? No kids. No kids. I my philosophy on that has always been uh it's not for lack of wanting kids. It's I didn't want to have kids unless I was with somebody that I knew like we were going to be able to be a family unit. Okay. I, I have been trying to have kids for the past nine years and trying to get pregnant, but I guess that doesn't work like that. <laughs> and I'm, I blame it on my boyfriend. Um, so <laughs> You're blaming your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. He's doing it wrong. Gotcha. He's doing it wrong. I offered my womb. <laughs> it'll be your child it'll be my child exactly um i do have i did come up with a couple questions oh more questions did you play any sports in school jim jim did you play any sports in school football okay i know that uncle jay didn't mm-hmm. but you did do something else i did theater 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 to um, be or not to be. And then you also did ba- ballet. I did ballet. And you were yeah. in a band. I was in the band. I was in band. the school band. Well, I I didn't stay there long because I was so invested on, on the other one, but I did mm. got into the school band. Did you do any other activities, Jim? I was also in band. I went to one practice of band and then I got sick with the flu and then I couldn't go anymore. Um, for like a week. So then when I came back, they were like, sorry, all the spots are filled up. So that was that. But I was in the choir at school um, and at church. And then I played volleyball um, in middle school. And I was a cheerleader in high school. Oh, you were busy. Mm. busy and I, busy. Yeah, I was. And then I also do folklorico. Oh, folklorico. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm, that one too. Mm-hmm. So I, with the big. Yeah, because I got your shoes. Yes, you did. Yay. Oh, wait, no, no. I got another one. Oh. What did you want to be when you grew up, when you were little? Honestly, I wanted to be a composer. I remember I, being a little kid and hearing soundtracks to the stuff that I was into and uh, picking out the melodies when I'd sit in front of a piano, this is when I was really small and thinking I could do that. Okay. If you guys have heard the podcast from the beginning, very beginning, I was on a uh, interview and I have, I have answered this question, but when I wanted, when, what I wanted to be uh, was a pilot actually, but the reason why I didn't became one is because at the time for me, at the at that age where your parents are like, so what do you want to be? You have to start thinking about that. 9-11 had happened. So a lot of that stuff got, you know, put away and never brought back until I met this wonderful person. Me. And, um, but then after that, I just like, well, you know, since I cannot be that, my parents, you know, because I grew up in a funeral home, my family have funeral home business, they kind of were, hinting for me to follow the family since I was the last hope um, they had. I was the last child and I decided not to go. So for that, so I decided to follow um, what I already knew. It was theater. And then um, I had other hobbies as drawing and painting. And I continued that and started becoming an architect. And that's how I met me. Mm-hmm. Me too design school together. Yeah, we went to design school together. But now we are 
Flight attendants. Flight attendants. <laughs> Which is what I wanted to be since I was little. Interesting. I was two and I had taken like one of my first flights. I guess that'd be four. And then I just told my mom that I wanted to be like the girl that was giving me drinks. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> wanted to be an air hostess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so called back then stewardesses. 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 Yeah. Um, and then when I... When I applied for my job the first time, 12 years ago, and I got the CJO and every the, the you know the offer to work, my mom told me that I had told her when I was two that I went to be a flight attendant. Mind you, by this time I had already like owned my own business and I had worked in many places, hotels with engineers, not together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I worked at an assisted living facility for elderly. You know, I worked so many jobs. Yeah, just like I did too. I worked so many other things. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, here I am. And then when I, when I, when my dad got sick, that's when I stopped working for the other airline. And then I went home for a year. And, and that's what we met? Yeah. When I went back to school. I have a question. You... I know B, you've moved around a lot in your life mm -hmm. and Josie, I'm guessing you have as well. Where is your favorite place that you've lived? Oof. I think because I have such strong roots, I created such strong roots here in Illinois um, that it has become home. Because even when I lived in other places, because I lived in Canada, I lived in Detroit, Florida, everywhere in Florida. When did you North. live in Detroit? I lived in Detroit uh, when we were doing the the business, uh, funeral home business. My dad. Got, what year? Oh, I, uh, maybe late eighties and early nineties. Okay. I remember being very little, but we had a a place in Canada, a place in a house in Detroit, and we were on the process of getting a place in Chicago because back in, in, in the day, Detroit was still booming with manufacturing. So they wanted to do casket manufacturing in Michigan, do businesses with Canada and had the main offices in Chicago. That did not work. Then um, I stayed behind with some other family members and then went back to the island. And I've been back and forward in Florida. I lived all everywhere in central Florida Um, in the West Coast, Florida, in Florida, Dallas, North Dallas, and then here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. That's, this is where this I, is I've it. been for the past almost 10 years now. Mm -hmm. No, it's been 10 years already. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Oh, me? Um, <sighs> that's a loaded question. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I haven't found my favorite place to live yet. Of the places you have lived so far. I haven't found my favorite place to live yet. Your ultimate favorite place, fair enough. But of the places you have lived so far, which have you enjoyed the most? That's the thing. It's like I've enjoyed every place that I've lived at for different reasons. And I hold so many good memories of each place. But I would never go back to those places because it would never be the same experiences as I had when I had them. So I can't say this is my favorite place to live because I know that it would not be the same if I went back now. Okay. I have, And that's why I can't pick a favorite place. I had the same sentiment of some of the places that I lived too. But I, yeah, but here I think I think because I have, have such so much roots here now, you know. Yeah. But I mean, but you're living it right now. Right, right. I haven't, I haven't, I, I, I haven't found a place where I could call my favorite. Do you have a place in mind? Scotland or Italy? Why well, I knew that she was going to say Scotland. <laughs> It's a great country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jim? Probably on the beach in Southern California. That was just amazing. And, and, That's coming from somebody who called the state of California, specifically the Bay Area home for a very long time. Uh, I thought for the longest time I'd never want to leave the Bay Area. And by the time I did, I really did want to leave because all of the tech booms that have happened over the 20 years that I was there really changed it from uh, the spirit of the city 
that was there when I got there. But going and living on the beach in Southern California was just amazing. Amazing. It's beautiful down there. The vibe is great. I was in a pretty secluded little community uh, in Oxnard. And uh, everybody that was living there wanted to live there. It wasn't the kind of place like a lot of Southern California, specifically on the beach, uh, where it's a very show-offy, keeping up with the Joneses kind of culture. Uh, this place was not that. Not that people didn't like take pride in their houses and have nice places. They certainly did. But everybody was just kind of friendly and and cool to each other and and i was surprised to find that in southern california uh it was it was cool i loved it there absolutely i would move back there in a heartbeat mm-hmm. well coming from an island i always wanted to go back to the beach mm-hmm. um and and I, i was also in the same like oh i never want to move to california but ever since i started san this diego. job and then i discovered san diego actually you took me to san diego for the first time ever yes and i wasn't even working mm-hmm. So, but I did, I did fell in love with San Diego almost immediately that time. Yeah. And we were there, what? A day. A, Literally. Not even. Not even a day. Not we got in, day. we got in at like noon one day and then we left at like 3 p.m. the next yeah, day. And we had certain plans that got canceled midway. So we, we were just like, okay, well now what? Mm-hmm. So that's where we're like, when exploring around and I was just like, okay. Yeah. And then I continue going because of work once I started and mm-hmm. I'm like, the more I go. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. It's not bad. But ultimately I will live in France. <laughs> you can come visit me in Italy. Okay. Or Scotland. Sounds good. Different question. What's your favorite place you've ever been to in the whole world? Well, mostly you. You too? Well, you've only been two places so far. Oh, I mean, so far, <laughs> our Scotland trip got canceled. Yeah, I know. Um, I think for me, I don't know whether it would be, I there's like two sides of this one because I loved the f- freshness and the stillness of like hiking in Scotland. And, but I also love the, um, the architecture and the romance of Italy in Florence. It was beautiful. So I don't know. It's a toss-up. I, I love architecture, and I could spend hours and hours walking, which we did in London. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I think for me was France, and I go I go back always to France for some reason, and and I want to go back, but I want to start in the Latin quarters. We we just walk by, took a peek, and I was like, man. We need to go there next time. Yeah. We just didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough time. So. I mean, we could have stayed because I did le- uh, leave my glasses there and <laughs> it would have been an excuse to like come <laughs> to back To go again. back for glasses. Eye glasses. Those But, are expensive. Yeah. And I want to experience, I want to experience the countryside. Me too. And I feel that I Italy would, would also have the you same would love feeling uh, of how I feel about France. Because mm-hmm. I did like, like London. Maybe if I visit like the countryside in, in London, in London in, yeah. in, in or the, sorry in yeah, England in England I, I would change my mind because London for me was just like okay I've seen similar cities the only difference was the, the accent <laughs> but yeah I don't know what oh my gosh what I was gonna say who's that <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing at Jose <laughs> have you visited any place um i i have never left the united states sadly uh but i would say my favorite place i've been so far probably yosemite oh there, which is why when we were talking about it previously right. I, you want to go i'd be happy to be your guide i know that place very well i've been many times but i also am a big fan of lake tahoe in terms would of you call me <laughs> you didn't get it. <laughs> What did you call me? Uncle Tahoe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful up there. Great vibe. Although I would say of the cities that I've been to, uh, I really loved Chicago. Mm-hmm. Nice. Great vibe there. Great yeah. vibe there. And, and the architecture plays a big part in that. Uh, mm-hmm. Walking around that city at different times a day, Uh, when the light is hitting the buildings 
from different angles from when the sunlight is hitting the building from different angles is one of the coolest parts about being in Chicago in addition to the amazing food and the amazing company even though we've never actually hung out in Chicago in Chicago yeah yeah and um speaking of, of the architecture in Chicago Chicago was not originally going to be a grid it was going to be circles it was going to be a, an arch built mm-hmm. Uh, like Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it burned down and it continued burning down. <laughs> it's burned down twice mm-hmm. and the whole layout changed. Yeah. So it's a new, very interesting architecture because of that. Yeah. Now, how far have you climbed into Half Dome? Or have you climbed? The closest I've come to Half Dome was the top of uh, Nevada Falls. Okay. Just over halfway mm-hmm. to the top of Half Dome. From there, it's all wilderness hiking. But Nevada Falls is the top of what they call the Mist Trail. Okay. Where you go up next to two waterfalls, that's the top of the second one. I have been higher than that, though. I, I once hiked to the top of uh, Yosemite Falls in the snow uh, from the valley floor, which is probably the hardest I've ever worked my body in my entire life, because that's three and a half miles going uphill and all but the first mile of it. Every step you're taking, you have to lift your foot a little higher and push it down a little harder. Uh, it was It was pretty off the hook, but wonderful payoff. That's cool. I, did, I hiked um, Camelback, Camelback Mountain, Camelback Mountain yeah. in Phoenix, and man, it beat me to a pulp. I only went about halfway. No, I went all the way. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I couldn't. Because I was well, I was also we- I was also wearing my high tops, which are not a good idea to wear. <laughs> you high- well, we we didn't plan it. Okay. It was just like a last minute thing, and then we're like, let's go. We're like, okay. Yeah, and it's a double dime black mm-hmm. diamond um, hike, yeah. so it's, it's considered very difficult. Yeah, I didn't know what difficult meant until I did that. <laughs> People call me difficult, but I'm not. You are. <laughs> so What's your favorite go? thing to do for fun? <laughs> um, doesn't involve penises <laughs> with Uncle Jay probably I don't know because I'm very easy to entertain <laughs> come on laugh it out both of you it is very easy to entertain you yeah it is isn't it very easy so everything turns into fun to me right you think so yeah yeah I like to run naked in the beach while it's raining. <laughs> no, not really. Um, that was supposed to be a joke. Thanks. <laughs> I it. I you do. Like, I have a lot of well, hobbies. You have, yeah, you have hobbies. Do you have? I your do fish? have a lot of hobbies. I got the the. I got just got into aquascape. I've been doing the miniature paintings. I've been. I I knit. Actually, we are on my sewing table right now. <laughs> I do a lot of like. Yes, Fancy stuff. You paint? Yeah. You still haven't finished my birthday present? I haven't finished bees. Um, I don't know what it is. Present. I keep looking for it. No, it's it's hit. It's actually destroyed because it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. Are you so are you remaking it? I am going to have to probably do a little bit more research. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me it. what it was? It involves a box. Ooh, were you making a cat box for me? Like a TARDIS cat box? Like a TARDIS house for my cats? No, <laughs> we might actually make it But now that you mention it, um, no, but it involves a box for sure. Is it a blue box? It's a black box. Well, you know, the black boxes are actually orange. They're orange, yeah. Anyway. I, think I know what your answer is going to be, B, but go ahead. What was it? Oh, my hobby? What what's your favorite thing to do to my have thing to do to have fun? Triple A batteries. Stop! <laughs> I'm so uh, I'm a saint. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I like sleeping. Sleeping? Mm. How do you? Well, I guess that could be. Fun. It is fun. Is that Jim? Is that what you thought my answer was going to be? No, I thought your answer was going to be traveling. No, I mean I love traveling, but. Sleeping is my favorite thing to do. What about you? Jim? 
I'm a big fan of disc golf. Yeah, you are. A lot of fun. Um, huh. Hiking, obviously. Mm-hmm. I like going on road trips. Obviously, I like playing music. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of sailing. Haven't done it in a long time, but mm-hmm. oh my God, sailing is just amazing. Uh, yeah, that, that's most of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you, Jim. Uh, so our theme song is, we talked about this in depth before you made it. Um, what were some of your inspirations? Well, specifically, I remember us talking about it in the first place and saying that I wanted to go with that bossa nova feel because for some reason, the bossa nova genre of music tends to be associated with air travel. I'm not quite sure why, but it just is. And further than that, um, because we became friends uh, became bonded over Doctor Who and because that song also has a bossa nova feel uh, there was an influence by the theme from the beginning of the episode Partners in Crime of Doctor Who which is which is the uh, name of the noble came back which is why the song is named Partners in Crime yeah so that's that's our theme song yeah you have a lot of editing to do (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so yeah i think that's it unless you have anything else to say no if you guys have any uh, more questions for us and you guys can reach us at the flight attendant podcast on instagram at stay safe fly safe on twitter we also have the flight attendant podcast at gmail.com. We have um, podcast.com And then I'll be adding Jim's info at the bottom of the notes, episode notes. And with that, everybody, stay safe, fly safe. Look at you! <laughs> I can't with you. I can't with you. All right, bye, Jim. Bye, Jim. Bye. <laughs> And scene. And scene.